Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome everybody to Uncluttered and Unfiltered with Eden and Christine. And Christine is a professional organizer of Neatly Designed. That is her business. I am a broadcaster. And the reason I bring up the organizing is because while we don't necessarily have an organizing topic today, everything in our lives revolves around the fact that you and I are just so completely different and everything you approach, you approach with a very systematic way, including our topic today, hobbies. Yes. And I'm kind of like, if I've said this before, this is an old person's term, a flippity gibbet. I'm just like, ooh, what should I try next? So I don't know if I have one hobby or a million hobbies. Right. But that stands to reason based on our personalities, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. That just makes us why this works, because when we get into it, people will say. Exactly. But before we even start talking about hobbies, and by hobbies, we're going to cover potential hobbies for Christine, who <laughs> claims she has none, and your hobbies, based on what you've been telling us in our social media yes. outreaches, and some hobby suggestions I have for you. Oh, I this is I am so excited about this. Good. I'm glad. But before that, news broke since our last recording session that ABC's The Golden Bachelor has been named. The Golden Bachelor is a senior citizen version of the Bachelor franchise. And Gary Turner is the Indiana, I think, millionaire at least. Oh, really? He looked well off is how they're presenting him. Oh, okay. And he is going to be the bachelor, and then they have to select the women. I thought the promo they ran was really funny. I thought it was great. First of all, he's 71 years old. He does not look like no. it at all. He's I mean, a, he is really taking care of himself. He has, and there's a spray tan going. Yes, he absolutely. Good. He looks really good. The parts I liked in the promo were he loves an early bird special, which I think a lot of women over 50 can agree on. Yep. You got to love that early bird special. Get in, get out. He answers the phone. You know, I love that. (laughs) I love that, that he answers his phone. Yes. And um, it's not gray hair. It's wisdom highlights. Yes, he has wisdom highlights. Uh, I I mean, I think this is going to really be fun, don't you? Yes, I'm not a fan of the Bachelor franchise. I did like it going in, but it got it got it kind of went off the rails in which now it's like they all want to sleep with a guy. Oh, I know. I know. To me that's a lot. I hope they're selecting true women with wisdom highlights as well. Yes. You know, after they can die. I don't right. care about that. But I'm just saying they need to be of a certain age because I don't want to see this guy with a bunch of 40-year-old little harlots. Yeah. Little spring chickens. 
I think it'll be interesting to see what age group they ABC has allotted. You know, he's 71. Is it going to be 50 and up? Is it going to be 45 and up? You know, I, I, I'm definitely going to be watching. Definitely. I'm watch too. And I think we should all watch together, even if it's as a just to to laugh about it the next day. Oh, I agree. Uh, unless it totally offends, we'll start and we'll decide. Yes. But unless it totally offends. But if it is a bunch of ladies of a certain age looking to find love once again in their life. Yes. You know, I, I'm I, all for I'm it. here for it. Yeah, let's, me let's too. Let's watch. Me let's too. Let's watch. All right, so that's not enough time during your week to call a hobby, though. Right. So let's get into it. You say, explain to us, and then and then we'll tell you what everybody says their hobbies are. But explain to us, Christine, what you mean when you say you don't think you have a hobby. Well, you brought up this topic a few weeks ago, and or no, months now. Yeah. And I said, I don't have a hobby. And you said, what? <laughs> I said, I really don't. And then I went home and I said to one of my daughters, do I have hobbies? And she's like, sure. I go, what are they? And she goes, well, you know, and whenever anyone says that, you know, you don't. Right. Um. So not to say I haven't in the past. I used to needlepoint. I used to garden. You know, there are things I used to do. I just don't really have hobbies anymore Maybe it's because I'm working and when I get home, I'm usually just relaxing. And my idea of relaxing may be different from somebody else's, but I really do not have. <laughs> well, let's let's peek inside our audience right now. Just a few of the answers we got because we had so many. Sandy likes jigsaw puzzles and baking. Oh, baking can and, be and a hobby. A few of you said, yes, I also like jigsaw puzzles. Chastity says crafts of all sorts. And looking for and drinking interesting wine. Oh, now that would be interesting. If that can, if I become well, like a wine connoisseur, if that's a hobby, I I might also have that hobby. Regina plays bridge. Oh, that's a good hobby. That is a great hobby. Bridge. Very social. She also runs. Yes. Uh, Sarah crochets, reads, makes lap quilts. Oh wow, that's lovely. Pure bar, reading, running, lots of exercise as hobbies, which is, of course, a healthy thing to do, but yes. is of no interest to Christine. You know, <laughs> because you walk a lot. I walk. I, I, yeah, at my age, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to say, you know, but I'm not, I'm not starting a brand new exercise. I do Pilates, I walk, but I don't see that as a hobby. I think I see that as doing something for my health. So I guess that's where my mindset is different. There's a disconnect there. Yeah. Holly says growing and propagating rare house plants. Oh, my God. That's so interesting. Like a Venus flytrap. Uh, what has yeah. she got going on there? Wow. Baking, making beaded jewelry and ancestry. Now, that's also a fascinating hobby. A lot of people ever since there, all of these kits have come out where oh. you can really trace your roots. Uh, searching for shells on the beach at low tide is Abby's hobby. And that I know you do. Yes. Yes. Well, we live at the beach, so we always bring them back and put them in a really beautiful glass jar I have mm -hmm. on a shelf. Home transformation, staging, painting, repurposing. A lot of you guys have said things of that ilk, things like uh, renovating furniture. I used These to antique when I lived in Chicago. I was big into antiquing. I don't know. I think everything has like a phase in your life. You know, they had good antique stores there. So I would just go look for hours. 
Well, we are going to talk about why you have permission to not have a hobby. But before we do that, can we talk about some unusual, strange, and weird hobbies that are out there, as well as the one that I was going to suggest for you just to get your reaction? Remember, last week we talked about power slapping because I wanted to get your reaction because sometimes if you don't know something's out there, how can you know you don't like it? Right. Right. Okay. Extreme ironing as a hobby. I could see that, though. I know you find that weird, but I could see, you know, I remember when I used to iron, I don't really iron that much anymore, mainly because my clothes aren't iron worthy. But um, it, there's something relaxing about ironing. Painting rocks. Now, this is actually something kind of fun. I don't know if you know that in a lot of cities, there's a, a whole movement towards people will paint these rocks and leave them. Places. They do that where I live. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a lovely hobby and something fun to do with the kids. I don't know how long that would keep my interest for, but I think you have to be artsy. I think you probably will excel at it if you're okay. artsy. Yeah, I think you can write just to, you know, some people just write a word. Oh, okay. or I can do like that. that. Beetle fighting. I don't think that's advisable at all. No. This is one from um, Girl Scouts. Soap carving. Soap. Yeah, carving. I don't. I don't think so. And the one I landed, and oh, extreme couponing as a hobby. Oh, uh, a lot one. of people do that though. I wanted to land on noodling, and I asked you to please not Google noodling as a hobby. And noodling, I was briefly fascinated with this. I never tried it, nor would I ever. But it's fascinating that I couldn't stop watching a few shows about noodling, which is where you use your feet or your hand to as bait to catch giant catfish. You you go, you wade into swamp. I give up, everybody. I totally give up. I mean I was just trying to find the least likely thing for you. And when you that was it. When you asked me, I thought it was fighting with pool noodles. You know how there's styrofoam noodles and you would do like fights that's what i thought that was oh i thought i was going to have you in the boat thinking it was pasta making oh no i thought it was like pool noodles where you like have teams or something oh, you wade into some oh. kind of swamp and i was all off on them yeah and you stick your hand into some hole and you hope that it bites and then you pull out the catfish and again we're going to cross that off the list so that leaves us with no hobbies for christine <laughs> i'm going to go ahead and say that i would if you can classify running as a hobby, that's mine. I mean, if I yes. find myself with some free time, yes. that's what I want to be doing. Yes. So so let's let's talk about people who have no hobbies <laughs> and why that's okay. Okay. So here's the thing. It's funny that you brought this topic up because when I am being interviewed for a magazine or, you know, a TV show and they send a form, they always say, what do you like to do on your off time or what are your hobbies? And I always struggle with this because I really don't have a hobby. So what I did was is find an article. It was from The Swaddle. And it's why it's okay not to have a hobby. And I read the whole thing and I'm like, I have found someone who understands me. And it starts off by saying, what you like to do with your free time or what are your hobbies? Um saying you have no hobby at all, the mere lack of association with a special interest makes one seem dull at best and incompetent at worst. So it's a feeling you have if people say, what's your hobbies? Or what are you doing on your off time? You're like, uh, oh gosh. What do you say here? Like, what do I say? Because they're usually trying to find a connection. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
So, but what it is about having niche interests that makes someone a more advanced, successful human, it's reasonable to want to do multiple things with no particular commitment to anyone or even doing nothing at all, binge watching the same show for the sixth time, which that is me. I can watch The Sopranos. I mean, I've seen them probably five times over the years since the early 90s. That's something to me that I find really relaxing. Rewatching shows that I loved, um, you name it, crime TV relaxes me. We've talked about that before in previous episodes. And it says it's not, it's okay not to have that one hobby you thoroughly enjoy or that one skill you're going to master. I was so excited to see this because really, when you think about it, you're supposed to have at least one hobby. Well, people expect that from you. But here's here's something, too, I want to put in your head. You have turned a hobby, a gift, a talent into a profession. So for you, you have that one thing. Like if somebody were to say, you know, years ago, 15 years ago, before this was even business for you, what is your hobby or what is something you excel at or what is a talent you have, you could say, because I do think there's it's more than just having a system in mind. There's a there's something in your brain that makes you organized and makes you enjoy seeing a space come together. And to me, the fact that you do that every day for a living gives you permission to not have to have a hobby outside of that. Thank I mean, you. I truly believe that. I think that, you know, two things are, are at play here. One is relaxing and watching a crime stopper show or one of these, you know, mysteries People don't call it a hobby, but it, it's it's kind of. it's not any less constructive than right. No offense, because this is a great hobby, puzzling. I mean, it's just another way that you can disassociate yourself from the rigors of the day, right? And that's what this was. This was saying hobby by definition is something that people enjoy away from the humdrum of work life. The fundamental idea is that it allows for a certain amount of rest and recreation. Which are the things that we all do. A glass of wine by a fireplace. Yes. It's it's serving the same purpose as needle pointing. Right. It really is. I, I agree. I mean, I think it's really like it's all about what relaxes you mm-hmm. instead of trying to get better at something like I'm not a real crafty person. Anyone that knows me knows I'm not really good at that part. So you think hobbies, you think, you know, arts and crafts, beading, making Mm -hmm. something with your hands. You know, I I mean, I enjoy going to one of those pottery places and painting something, but it's already made and you're just painting it. You know what I mean? And it's to serve that same purpose, to remove yourself from the realities of the day. Right. Exactly. To socialize, to have a good time. These are all the things people use their hobbies for, whether it be that you are playing pickleball with others or you are doing something all by yourself. It's to get the solitude or get the social interaction. And that's the reason you're doing it. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. And it it qualifies as a hobby for sure. I totally agree. I have another hobby that you have that Uh I think is a really good hobby that that you have. You are very well read. There has not, to my knowledge, been a subject, and, and I'm not blowing smoke here, that I've brought up that you haven't had some insight on or within minutes researched. So you were telling me about an app you use, Flip 
Flipboard. 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 And so I installed it on my phone and you basically tell it what kind of things you're interested in and you can flip through and you can see news stories. Yes, that's where I get a lot of information. So so I'll bet that there's a part of your day that you're spent, you know, where, where some of us are scrolling TikTok, you're scrolling and you're reading lifestyle news, yes, world news, yes, crime news, everything, everything. So, so that's the the same kind of thing. You're you're not disassociating from reality so much as, but you're just you're you're growing, you're learning, you're yes, it's a hobby. That's that. I never thought of it that way. That is really true. I mean, when I'm, I feel like when I'm learning something new about something people are always talking about that to me I enjoy doing because mm-hmm. I don't want to say no I don't know that or I have not heard that or you know I like to be knowledgeable in what everybody's talking about I guess so I think the word that people are hung up on is hobby yes and I think a better way to frame hobby is how are you spending the time that you are allowed each day to choose the activity you're going to do that does not require you to take care of somebody else. Yes. To work. It's it's time that you have allotted for yourself. And if you want to stare into a blank wall because that's what helps you reset, then that's your hobby. Yes. And it's just a word. Hobby is just a word. Well, and that's why I loved that it says the stress of finding a hobby is linked to anxiety and even depression as people struggle to find meaning and purpose. The presumption that someone is boring if they don't have an interest to embellish or define their personalities also feeds into a cycle of insecurity. And I really do believe that. Not that I've, it feeds into any kind of insecurity, but it you almost feel like I should, I should, I should have a hobby. I should find an interest. So yes. Particularly at this age. And here's here's what I am concerned with. You know, we're all this far away from retirement. I mean, in a yeah. good situation, who knows how long, but within, you know, much closer than we ever were before, let's just say. And so then it's always like, oh, well, what's your hobby? You're going to go fishing every day when you retire? You're going to play golf every day when you retire? What are you going to do all day when you retire? And I think that word hobby, that's where things start to get really scary if you think of yourself as someone who doesn't have one. But if you can reframe the way you're thinking about it and say, maybe my hobby is to try something new every day. Maybe my hobby is just to try to make someone's day better every day or... And all the time. Also, I'm really a big believer in volunteering. And so when I'm not working, I'm I'm trying to volunteer and do things for others in my community. So maybe that's my hobby also is when I do have any free time, giving my time to somebody who really, really needs it instead of, Mm -hmm. you know. I covered a story, um, a news story on you once. This is, you know, for those who are just joining us for the first time, we met on TV. And I was covering a story you did reorganizing a toy uh, toy area in a homeless shelter. Yes. And that was something you did on a regular basis. I believe you're on the board. Yeah, I was on the board. I was, right. So so these are the kind of things that you're filling your free time with yeah. and getting enjoyment and getting getting that sense of being needed. Yes. And so it checks all the boxes. Which I think is important as you age. Everybody wants to feel needed. And if you don't feel needed, then you feel lonely. And your kids are up and grown and on their own life. And so I think, you know, volunteering makes you 
not only feel happy, but feel needed by others. And I worked in the children's department. So, I mean, what can I say about that? I mean, that was just total. Trying to create a home where there is none is difficult. Yes. So I feel better already. (laughs) You should feel good. And anybody listening who is seeking their hobby should feel great as well because we don't we don't need a hobby. We just have to remind ourselves that we are enough. Yes. And that's that's the gist of everything we do here on this show. And, you know, being an individual, some people like some things, some people don't. Some people like mayonnaise, some people don't. You know, it's just letting you be you and not doing the should thing. I should. I should be doing that. I should be going out with these people. I should be friends with her. Whatever the should is, if it's not really in your heart and you don't really want to do it, I think that all boils down in all of this. I like the phrase we learned several episodes ago about not shooting all over yourself. Don't yes. shoot all over yourself. Well, yes. others. So uh, having said that, another hobby, you could start a podcast. Yes. You could start a podcast. That's a fun this hobby. That's a hobby. Yeah, and it's not like we're getting rich over here from it. So it is, uh, it's a passion. It's a passion yes. project that we love having you along for the ride on. And here are some ways you can feel like you have contributed. We would love it if you would. Leave a review, give a star, subscribe so you're always notified for a new episode. These reviews, these stars, they seem like they're just to, to give us feedback, and they are. They truly are. But what they also do is help others find us. Yes. And that's what we want to do. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, reach out to a friend that think about who is your friend that lives the furthest away from you and call that person tonight or yeah. text them and tell them about our podcast. Yes. Wouldn't that be fun? That would and then, be so fun. Of course. I know this is Chris's favorite, our ladies only Facebook group, Uncluttered and Unfiltered yes. Ladies Only, private group. You have to be approved to get in, but everybody gets in as long as they are a lady over 50 or close to. Yes. We have a lot of fun in there. We get a lot of inspiration for our podcast subject matter. And we sometimes will ask you guys questions because we just frankly don't know the answer. Yes. Yeah. I just thoroughly enjoy this group. I just feel we've really made a community in such a short period of time. It really puts into action that phrase we coined in episode one, which is you found your people. Yes, I agree. I just love hearing other. I love reading what other people think about things because you know you know what you think. So it's so enjoyable to me to see what other people think about the questions that we put out there. And if you log on right now, you can scroll down. It might take a little scrolling, but we do ask you if you're planning to watch Golden Bachelor with us. So let's see if you are interested and and we'll give that a try when it comes up in the fall. But in the meantime, remember... With all things, including the stress over finding a hobby, you can't let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.